0: Hello there and welcome to episode 12 of the Sports and Spirituality Show, here sponsored in part by the Fairfield County Sports Network. My name is Steve Rao. I'm one of the co-hosts here and uh, someone who is wonderful and uh, beautiful and smart and fun and energetic and one of the best people on the planet. Is, is my mom. But Kelsey Bull is here, and she's the co host of the Sports and Spirituality <laughs> Show here on episode 12. Uh, she's the area director of Young Life Lancaster. Welcome back to the Sports and Spirituality Show, Kelsey. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome.
1: I think we should get your mom in this chair. Why is that? She should co host an episode with you. Why is that? She sounds fabulous. She is fabulous. Yeah,
0: Yeah. she was there when I was born, and I've always appreciated that.
1: That's very kind of her.
0: Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, she was there from the beginning, and, and um, uh, I'm thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Was your mom there when you were born?
1: <laughs> she was. Steve. She was.
0: Huh? Oh, yep. so we have that in common. We have a lot of things in common.
1: Do we? Uh Yeah, we do. Yeah, we probably do.
0: I mean, we have some things that are much different, like I'm a fan and you're not. But oh. um, yeah, okay. but we have a lot of things in common. Sure. Right. Did you and Josh get married on the same day? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we did. Did
0: you? My wife and I got married on the same day.
1: <laughs> and I so mean, you and I have that in common? We do.
0: We do. Yeah. I mean, we didn't get married on the same day that you did, you understand, because we're I much do. older than you and all of that. But uh, uh, yes, uh, but my wife and I got married on the same day, like Josh and Kelsey got married on the same day. So, wow. Yeah. So we have a lot of things in common. So many. Don't, don't you think? I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, why don't you name something that we have in common? Because I seem to make... We're currently
1: very... sitting in the same room. We
0: are. We are in the same room. We have that in common. We
1: do. Look <laughs> at you.
0: See? I knew you could play this game. Uh, so this is episode 12. <laughs> and um, I like the number 12. Do you? I do. Um, actually, um, 12 was one of my basketball jersey numbers. I had the number six for a little while, um, and uh, I like double-digit numbers for some reason. Okay. Uh, so I like that. And I happen to think that uh, the number 12 is, you know, this is a sports and spirituality show. It was one of my basketball numbers. Um, but the spirituality side of things, uh, I think God likes the number 12. Okay. Have you noticed this kind of thing?
1: <laughs> I have. Okay. I've noticed a couple of of instances yeah. where the number 12 comes up
0: excellent let me hear some examples
1: 12 tribes of israel
0: yes very good
1: thank you 12 disciples
0: okay could you go ahead and name the 12 tribes of israel real quick
1: no i could not Oh,
0: you couldn't me either uh, <laughs> <laughs> i could name a few of them maybe um but uh how about the 12 disciples
1: name them yes ma'am oh i don't know that i could do that either actually yeah
0: when you were a kid did you ever grow up uh i don't think you really grew up in church right right um and so when you were a kid uh yeah i grew up in a, in a pastor's home and and as a kid you would learn this little song there were 12 disciples jesus called to help them simon peter andrew james his brother john phil bart tom and matthew james the son of Alphaeus. Thaddeus, is Judas Iscariot, Simon the Canaanite. I think those were all twelve of them. weren't um,
1: there two Judases?
0: Uh, yes, there there were people with different different names. Okay. Um, but uh, yes, there was there was Judas Iscariot, and then there was uh, a, a, did, a different Judas. But I think uh, predominantly he went by another name. Okay, <laughs> wouldn't you? <laughs> 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 you know, there's not too many people named Adolf these days. You know, have you noticed that? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> things like that. So yeah, he probably he probably wants to be remembered for something other than uh, the name Judas. But um, yeah, so uh, sometimes that helps you. My my mother-in-law uh, trained my uh, my kids through the song about presidents. You know, so they would start they had this like do little, they
1: know all of them i
0: think they do wow. i actually think my two older daughters learned them this little sing-song thing from uh, yeah. their mimi and uh, and i think um many of those they could uh, uh they could get uh, the large portion i think we're on president number 46 45 46 something like that okay um our current president joe biden uh, i think that's his number so uh, yes, yeah, so there's uh, um, uh, there's a, a number in the Bible. I uh, believe uh, it is referenced in the Book of Revelation called uh, the 144,000, uh, which is a I believe a representative number of uh, not literal, uh, not a literal number. Okay, uh, there is a, um, a particular um a branch of faith that believes it's a literal number right um and and so they think also that those hundred forty four thousand have already been elected or selected and so Steve and Kelsey are not in the hundred forty four thousand um interesting yeah. And so, uh, sorry about your luck, kid. Um, <laughs> you didn't make it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think they have an ulterior plan uh, that you're able to get in if you can do the right number of things or whatever. Um, so, anyway, any rate.
1: 144,000 over all of time? Yep. Fascinating.
0: Yes. And, and I've heard this, that if you go to their um, church um, and you take communion, you're only allowed to, to take communion if you're one of the 144,000.
1: How are you meant to know that? Well,
0: I don't know. I don't know enough. I'm, I'm jumping in the deep end of the pool here, and I don't okay, really know. Okay,
1: let's swim back to the shallow Okay, end. well,
0: I'm going to go back to w- oh. what <laughs> I believe that number means. Okay, great. Okay, uh, first of all, 1,000 uh, is um, a biblical number uh, that doesn't necessarily mean 1,000, like 998, 999, 1,000. Um, I believe that it is a general number of, it's like a big number. Like if we were to say a gazillion, you know, or something like that, or I've told you a million times. Well, you didn't really tell them a million times, right? You're saying I've told you lots and lots and lots, okay? So I believe the biblical reference to a 1,000 is actually just a big number. Okay. Okay? And 144 is 12 times 12. So it's a combination of the 12 tribes of Israel and the 12 disciples. And so it's a merging of the Old Testament and New Testament. So... Anyway.
1: That's fun. Yeah.
0: Uh and, and, and I might I be wrong. I've not
1: looked into this, but
0: I know. It and sounds I might, good. <laughs> and I might be wrong about that. I might be wrong wrong about all of that. But uh, that yeah. is my understanding or interpretation of what that one hundred and forty four thousand means. So I like the number twelve. And um apparently the Bible likes the number twelve. Great. Yeah. Um so if you had a favorite number, what would it be?
1: Probably seven. And why is that? I don't know.
0: Okay, that's um, not maybe the answer I'm looking for. (laughs) Um, Now, uh, number seven, I think, is uh, C.J. Stroud's number. Is it? For The Ohio State University.
1: Great.
0: And we're going to have him on the podcast today
1: can't wait to hear him. Well, oh, I
0: can't either. Um, uh, I had the privilege of running into him at the end of the Ohio State-Penn State game, which they uh, won again. I don't know if you knew that or not, but I they did. won. I uh, did. Thank y- you Do You so remember much. the score? I don't. Oh, okay. You would if you were a fan. But, um, Thank you
1: so much for welcome. the reminder. You're
0: welcome. Uh, I'm here for you, kid.
1: Do you remember the score of the first game they played this season? Yep. What is it?
0: Uh, it was 55-7. to Okay. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, Penn State game, uh, they won 33 to 24.
1: Is that really the score? I feel like i got to next year. I don't believe you.
0: I don't think it is a score. I think I absolutely made that up.
1: Great. I'm i so uh, glad. Actually, I
0: know I made that up. Great. I, it, and if I got it right, it was complete action. Um, but at the Penn State-Ohio State game, 33-24. That, okay,
1: great. That yep.
0: absolutely is the, mm-hmm. is the score. Uh, the first game of the year, no, I don't remember. Uh, quite frankly, I don't even remember <laughs> who they played. Um, wow. Uh,
1: are you even a fan? Uh, uh,
0: yes, are you? Yes. Uh, no, you're not. Uh, what,
1: I just, your standards make zero sense. Uh, yes. How much do you need to know for how long? Right. What information specifically? do Yeah. You, yeah this just... I, love,
0: I love what you said there. You said something that I don't think you realized what you said, and it was beautiful.
1: Oh, okay, what?
0: You said, I have standards. You obviously don't have standards. It's why you're not a fan, because a fan has standards for their fandom. And you're like, your standards don't make any I sense do because have I have standards. You don't have any standards, I do which have means standards. you're not a fan. You're just a spectator. You are some sort of pedestrian <laughs> who is um, observing something happening, but you're not fully vested. You are not fanatical about it. You are not a fan.
1: You know, again, mm-hmm. what are the criteria? Mm-hmm. That would mark someone as a fanatic.
0: Yeah, ask Noah Webster. He'll tell you. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, um, number seven. You like that number. C.J. Stroud's number. He's going to be on the program. We're going to ask him about his faith. We're going to ask him about a miraculous healing he had. Uh, And uh, so uh, it's fascinating stuff uh, to me. But number seven, C.J. Stroud. It was the
1: year I graduated high school.
0: 2007? Yep. Very good.
1: And I think that's about, I don't know why, I just have always picked seven.
0: I see. Very good. And you you might know this, since it's the Sports and Spirituality Show, that <laughs> seven is also a biblical number. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the earth was created in?
1: Seven days. Six
0: days. And God, <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: And, <laughs> you rested.
0: <and> God rested <laughs> on the seventh day. <laughs> are you even a fan of the Bible? I don't uh, no, know. I'm just kidding you. Uh, uh, yeah. So a uh, uh, lots of references to seven uh, throughout the Word of God. Give so, us
1: another one.
0: Um, let's see. There were um, uh, there were uh, <laughs> seven so enjoyable people uh, in the Bible. Uh, there are seven things that God hates. Okay. Yeah. Um, you uh, you <laughs> need to be reading that. One of them is a lying tongue. Yeah.
1: What am I lying about, Steve? Yeah,
0: the other's a proud look. Maybe that's the one I need to be working on. (laughs) Seven Things God Hates. Yeah, a lying tongue. The lying, what what are you lying about? Yeah. The fact that you're a sports fan. That's what you're lying about. No,
1: that's not a lie. Yes, it is. It's not. The
0: facts say it is. Okay,
1: you often say I'm a big fan of Lancaster sports. Yes. So you can't say I'm not a sports fan.
0: Yeah, I can. I just did.
1: I mean, you can say it, but you're contradicting yourself.
0: Yeah. Uh, You are a sports fan of certain things, but the things you tell me you're a sports fan of, like the Blue Jackets (laughs) and the Buckeyes, football and basketball, you're not. Okay. So you're not a sports fan.
1: Tell us about your experience uh, at the Penn State game
0: Yes well I'll tell you about that a little bit later oh, okay um, if, I, if I can um, uh, but, but I had a good time there actually I ran into the defensive coordinator um, one of the uh, the defensive lineman uh, coach Larry Johnson great as I was walking off the field at the end of that football game the fans stormed the field
1: they did I saw
0: and I did not uh, I did not expect that. Uh this was not a storm in the field kind of game. You don't think so? I do not. Okay. Penn State was, you know, obviously a better opponent than some of the other opponents that we've played, but uh it wasn't a last second field goal. We were, I believe, uh favored by nineteen points in the game and we won by nine. It wasn't it wasn't a storm in the field kind of thing. I was not expecting that to happen. I looked around and I'm like, Who are all these people oh, oh oh these I look up in the stands, they're streaming out of the stands. Um, mm. I didn't think that was uh, necessary. And actually, security was a little concerned about Ryan Day and C.J. Stroud as they were being interviewed, uh, trying to make sure the fans, you know, didn't right. uh, interact with them in inappropriate ways or whatever. And uh, so I, uh, there were a bunch of people out there, and so I was making my way towards where the press room was going to be, and I saw Larry Johnson. And I thought, man, I want to talk to him about this podcast that Mm -hmm. we have. And uh, because he's a deep follower of Jesus, he's very vocal about his faith. uh, He's a wonderful man. And uh, so I'm like, do I do it? Do I bother him? Ah, what the heck. Um, so I just walk up to him and say, Steve with the Sports and Spirituality Show. And uh, it's a podcast that we have. And uh, we, uh, I said, I happen to know you're uh, a deep man of faith. And uh, you uh, obviously do a great job uh, with these football players. And uh, he was um, very thankful for that. And I said, I'd love to have you on the show. He said, send me an email. Uh, Great. And uh, so, uh, very much looking forward to uh, uh, chatting with him uh, in this uh, on this program, or on this podcast. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, something that happened there. Great. Uh, so it was a good time. Um, uh, so, uh, yes, yeah, so, so the number seven, a nice biblical number, uh-huh. um, and uh, Kelsey's number. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now, um, uh, how old are you going to be when you die? I don't know. Okay. what What's your number? I don't know. Uh, what do you think?
1: How old are you going to be? 84. Why do you know that?
0: Well, because uh, I graduated in high school in 1984. So 84 is my number. Uh, my grandmother, who lived a very good life, uh, lived to 85. My grandfather uh, lived a terrible life and died at 80. So I... Uh, I don't drink or smoke or chew or run with women who do. Uh, and so um, I my think I'm going to live longer than my grandpa at 80, but I'm not going to live as long as my grandmother at 85. So 84 is my number. Someone died at 84.
1: That's so weird. Yeah, is it? Yeah. Okay,
0: well, you said the year you graduated. I said the year I graduated, and I think it's going to be my, my death number. So what what you got? Have you thought about it? Nope. Are you thinking about it right now? Sure, not. Uh, <laughs> I wish you would, because I want to know when you're going to die. No thanks. Because I want to get put put a party. Uh, I mean, I want oh. to. Uh, I, I want to prepare my eulogy. Wait a minute. <laughs> sure. I, I'll be I'll be long gone um, when uh, I die at eighty four. You'll be like what twenty seven or something. I do <laughs> uh, So uh, yeah. So now that's that's not going to work. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll write it ahead of time. And then I'll give it to your kids. Okay. I'll give it to Lucy and then she can read it. Okay. Does that sound good? Sure. I love this plan. I'm glad we had this talk. I'm glad we had this (laughs) meeting about when you're going to die and what we're going to do at your funeral. This is awesome. Um, So. so, This
1: (laughs) is just so morbid and I could keep going. but Okay. You want to? No.
0: No. You're all done with the morbid side of things. Because I think maybe your husband gave you a a bit of a hard time about the last (laughs) podcast. (laughs)
1: He did. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't like that when you told me that you had dressed up as John the Baptist, I yep. assumed that you were carrying a head around.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's like, that was real dark, Kels.
0: And it was quick, huh? All right? You went to it quick. I it guess so, It wasn't like yeah. you were thinking about, oh, the guy that was baptizing people, did you have a pool of water where you're baptizing people? Or, uh, oh, the precursor, he's a cousin of Jesus. Maybe you were right. you know, wearing a, I'm Jesus is my cousin shirt. Or, uh, <laughs> no, no, you were like... Uh, 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 were you carrying a, you know a, a head around with right. blood all over it yeah yeah, uh, <clears throat> yeah. so uh, kudos to you Josh for picking up on that uh, that uh, that your wife went dark quick there so um, <clears throat> yes yeah, so uh, if Josh wants my help on planning your eulogy um, yeah. I'd be happy to help him uh, so feel be sure to let him know that okay wonderful now um, <laughs> we we could get uh, we could get uh, you know we could die of old age or we could have an injury. And, we could and and die. Um, one of the reasons why I thought it might be <laughs> interesting to talk about injuries is because C.J. Stroud is going to talk to us about a miraculous healing that he received, um, and uh, so we'll talk to, uh, a little bit more about that here in a few minutes. But I'm wondering if you've ever had any um, injuries that you would be willing to share.
1: I cannot even think of an injury.
0: You've never? Have you ever broken a bone?
1: No. I have not.
0: Never had a cast.
1: Never had a cast.
0: Got you. Um, uh, you ever had a concussion? Because I think you were a cheerleader.
1: I was a cheerleader. I've never had a concussion.
0: You didn't that fall I'm aware uh, of and out, off the pyramid or anything like that.
1: Oh, I ha- I'm sure I fell and you know tumbling. I'm sure uh-huh. I fell, but nothing, uh-huh. nothing major
0: yeah uh do you ever remember missing a game that you were going to cheer or uh did you do tumbling as like um a uh, competition or anything like that
1: nope didn't compete and no i don't think i missed a game for from yeah. an injury
0: okay uh do you remember any injuries to your shoulders or your ankles or knees Steve, or no hips? Now, i don't you don't remember turning an ankle uh do you ever have to wrap your ankles
1: no, not wrap them. Uh. I do remember I had like a a really, um, I don't even know what the word would be called. Like probably a pretty low impact like ankle brace that sometimes I would wear. Um, like I remember it being in my cheer bag, but it was, it's just, I don't, it wasn't that sturdy or strong. I uh-huh. think it just helped reinforce my ankle strength a little bit. Okay. So I guess I would have, but I don't remember like a specific injury that went along with it.
0: Yeah. So you don't remember getting hurt and like, oh, okay, we need this to Correct. stabilize this ankle um, or something like that. We're doing it maybe more as a preventative measure. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Uh, <laughs> so you don't remember anybody landing on you where no. uh, you have a neck issue.
1: No, uh, you've
0: never been hit in the face with a baseball. <laughs> no <laughs> you you've never fallen I don't know uh, while sled riding and slammed your shoulder into a tree that didn't move I don't uh,
1: Steve I don't have any interesting injury stories yeah, I know. But do you? I'm
0: so disappointed in I, that. I don't know. And I, I think. Are
1: you surprised, though? Because you know me yeah, pretty well. I
0: know. I'm and
1: pretty risk adverse.
0: Yes. And so what I would say is another word for that is boring. <laughs> <laughs> the girl hasn't tried anything, so she's <laughs> never gotten hurt because she never tried anything.
1: You're not wrong.
0: I know. And that's so disappointing.
1: <laughs> A friend of mine yesterday <laughs> asked me what my hobbies were. She was yeah. like, what do you like to do? And I was like... Read books, <laughs> watch TV, and movies.
0: You don't get very many injuries doing that. No. Nope. You ever hurt your thumb pushing the remote button?
1: Yes, maybe. Yeah. I'll have carpal tunnel one day. I don't yeah. know. Yeah,
0: you get paper cut from turning the pages. Yeah. Yeah. Look, oh, I man.
1: like me. Uh-huh. I am very happy with my yeah. life right. and Good. lack of injury. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, this show is going to be very one-sided then. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> well,
1: let's hear them. I
0: have a litany of injuries.
1: I cannot imagine. Yeah,
0: yeah. well, you, you can't. And um, I think I mentioned this last uh, episode that my mom calls everybody Steve when she gets nervous. Yes. Right? And uh, these are, I'm going to give you about a half a dozen reasons why this is the case. <laughs>
1: Okay, let's um, hear. Let's hear some. Well,
0: I, I and and I will struggle to remember them all. Um, well,
1: I don't know. I want to hear them all. Yeah. Well, but
0: uh, there there are three significant ones that I that I'll share with you.
1: Okay. Great. Great. Um, I like that we're narrowing it. Down. Yeah,
0: we, we, <laughs> we are. And uh, I'll, I'll throw in a couple of others. One oh. <laughs> um, is um, I, I grew up out in the country. My dad uh, was always working on on the house. He was adding up rooms and doing stuff, and uh, oh, I, we would burn our trash, I believe, because we lived out uh, in the country. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, before <laughs> the trash people came, and I said, yeah, I'm a lot older than you, but uh, <gasps> oh, so we'd have trash bags out. Our poor and
1: environment.
0: I know. I went behind the house one day, and I found this razor blade laying there.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Yes, and it's laying there uh, in, the, in the ground, in the dirt.
1: How old were you, I'm, did you say? I'm,
0: I didn't, but I'm going to guess about eight. Okay. Eight or nine. Okay. And I picked it up, and I'm like, wow, oh, is this, this might be a razor blade. I wonder if it's still sharp. So I took it on my index finger, and I uh, and I pulled it down the middle of my index finger.
1: There are so many other things you could do to test your question of when, is it sharp? What? Right.
0: Eight, eight or nine years old, I found out that it was sharp. Dirty, old rusty oh my razor goodness. blade <laughs> and i cut my own finger with
1: oh my goodness yes
0: um so not maybe my uh, brightest moment uh when did i do you was, have to
1: get stitches I or a tetanus shot I, or
0: i, I don't <laughs> did you remember. get sick I, nope i don't recall getting sick
1: okay yeah <laughs> uh,
0: but uh, yeah again not my uh, n- none of these are actually my finest moments um but I uh, had another incident when I was in, I think, the 10th grade or 11th grade. I was in shop class. Okay. And I was, um, we were working on building this uh, this uh, shelving. It was made out of metal. And, okay. And um, I uh, didn't want to wait for the appropriate tool, so I just grabbed something nearby. And I'm like, I think this will work. And I was trying to get this. Uh, I was tightening this nut, okay. and it slipped, and my hand went forward and hit the edge of this metal shelving that we were making, okay. and uh, it uh, it cut my hand. Um, uh, I could show you. This is a podcast, so you can't, uh, well, you wouldn't <laughs> be able to see. But there's a, um, I still have a scar. Uh, on my hand, because it was down in the, the where the finger joins uh, the palm of your hand. Oh. It was in that uh, crease right mm-hmm. there. And it split wide open, blood going everywhere. And uh, they're like, uh, what should we do? Stitches? Nope. My dad's like, put a butterfly uh Band-Aid on it, you'll be fine.
1: Wait, your dad was in shop class?
0: Uh, he was not in shop class. He was the administrator of the school. So <laughs> um, uh, I went to show him, and he was like, nah, you'll be fine. Just put some, uh, put a butterfly Band-Aid on it, you'll be fine. So, true story, um, I put a butterfly Band-Aid on it. And later that afternoon, it was basketball practice time. Stop. So I went to basketball practice, and um, uh, about halfway through practice, a uh, coach called a water break. And so we went and got some water, and I'm looking down on the floor, and uh, the basketball court, and I'm like, oh, that looks like somebody's bleeding. Oh, there's another spot of blood. Oh, look, there's another. I'm like, hey, uh, looks like somebody's bleeding. Uh, I looked down, it it was me.
1: You Uh, said that to your team? I did. Knowing you just were injured earlier? Yes. Okay. I
0: completely forgot about it because I love the game of basketball, and I was so focused on it that I forgot. (laughs) that I was the source of the blood. I had to look down. I'm like, oh, I guess it's me. Um, um, I'm bleeding all over the place. That's gross. Uh, So, yeah, it was. What would you do? Uh, Well, I don't know. Cleaned it up, put another butterfly band-aid on it, and uh, went back to practice because that's what we do. Great. Yeah. Uh, So that was was a good time.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, The three significant ones I would like to tell you about.
1: Those were not the significant ones?
0: no. No, they were not. Uh, <laughs> Since we're talking about basketball, this one was a significant one. I was a, this is one of the three. Yeah, one of the three. Okay, let's uh, hear it. I was uh, I was a senior. It was in September of 1983, um, and <laughs> I was a senior um, on the basketball team. And um, I was mowing the yard. Now, a couple of weeks before uh, this, uh, we had an old mower that had you know the deflector of grass on a mower. That blows the grass off to the side yeah you know what I'm talking about I think so well this mower uh, had the deflector in the back and it would shoot the grass off to the side well a couple of weeks before that I had broken it and it was it was missing so the back deck of this mower okay. went across and then it went up there was a gap there where the deflector would have been and then a uh, uh, flat on the other side okay so I'm I'm mowing around this tree with a lot of tree roots. I'm wearing tennis shoes. I went uh, to go around the tree with this push mower, and my right foot slipped, and it went right in the mower at that gap where the deflector had been. My foot slid in there, Uh, and the problem was the mower was running at full speed. What? I jump back, I push the mower away, I run about uh, 10 yards, 15 yards away, and I reach down because it has torn up my tennis shoes. And absolutely, this is the very first thing I did. I started counting. One.
1: Your toes. Two, three,
0: four, five. Hallelujah. Um, it did not cut my toes off. But I actually thought it it had right, um, and uh, I ran into the house. My dad um, was not there; uh, he was ministering to some other people um, as a pastor. Uh, my mom's like, "What's happened?" I said, "Mom, I just got my foot under uh, the lawnmower, uh, and it chewed up my big toe real, real good." Um, and she. Uh, I, I think we had, uh, uh, I did, I had a baby sister, and um, she uh, was was very, very young, and so my mom couldn't leave. Um, so my aunt lived a couple of doors down, so she called her. I remember that she, she drove a Hornet, uh, which is a mini station wagon, Okay. and my mom gave me a towel, and I wrapped my foot in this towel. Wait,
1: so your foot was bleeding?
0: Oh, yeah. this. Oh, okay. It's, it's not in very good shape but Uh, you have
1: all your toes my
0: toes are there but uh two or three of them are chewed up pretty good okay by the blade um so she gives me a towel i'm wrapping my my foot in this towel and i'm hopping on one leg out to my aunt betty lou oatney's hornet and because of the, the way i was holding my leg my knee was bent and my knee hits the corner of her car and i'm telling you that hurts so bad and I'm sitting in the back of the horn. She's taking me to the emergency Your room. Aunt. Yeah, my aunt's taking me to the emergency room because my mom. Stay uh, so with the baby. It, it got, it got this baby. My dad's gone, um, and uh, he's at work. My sister, uh, I think she was at work as well. And so um, I'm in the back seat of this car, and I'm going, "Oh, oh, it hurts." And she goes, "What hurts?" I said, uh, "My knee and my foot." She said, "Which hurts worse?" And I'm like, "It's a toss up, 50 Um and uh, so as it turned out, um, my big toe uh, lost the toenail on it. Uh, my big toe and my second toe were both broken. And uh, so I was um, – uh, they, they don't cast them or anything like that. But Got it. Uh, Yeah, so I was on crutches uh, for a good while. And I remember I was super excited the first basketball game of the year because it was likely that I wasn't going to play basketball. Right. And so my senior year I was uh, – did you
1: start at the, because this was September, you said, yeah. yep. did you start when the season started? I did. Wow.
0: Yeah. And, uh, uh, yes. And I was very, very thankful for it. Uh, I had a, a pretty decent, uh, senior year. Um, and, uh, so I thank the Lord for his protection there. So, um, to That's this day, terrifying. I could take my shoe off and show you if you'd like to see it. I would not. But, uh, yeah, my big toe still pretty jacked up, uh, <laughs> from uh, that experience. So uh, another injury I had, This I was a little younger, and my dad uh, was a pastor, and he would would speak at other churches out of state, and um, usually he would bring something back from that state. Well, I was 14 or 15 years old, and he had brought back some fireworks. They weren't legal in our state, so he got them in another state, and he brought them to me, Uh, and I was very happy about that. And so uh, one day we were actually getting ready to go to church that night. And I thought, I'm going to let off some of these fireworks. <laughs> and so I went out to uh, <laughs>
1: our, our, our
0: parking lot area. <laughs> I just
1: never had the urge to go set <laughs> off some fireworks. Uh,
0: I still do. If we talk about it even, anymore, I want to do it today. We don't have any fireworks. But, um, uh, yeah, so i want to set off this firework. Now, I like to watch things blow up. And uh, so forth. And so you're way too young to remember this, but ladies used to wear hose. Okay. I think maybe they still do. So That's well, still
1: a thing, yeah. Is it? Okay. It is.
0: Um, and these um, hose were the Legs brand, L-E-G-G-S. Legs. Yes. Okay. Yes. You might remember those. I do. They came in an egg. Okay. Yes. And like an oversized plastic <laughs> egg. Okay. Yes. Now, these were the kinds of hoes that my mom wore. Okay. All right. And so that we had these eggs laying around the house. And I'm like, I'm going to light a firework under one of these eggs and see how high it shoots up. So imagine we're at the carport area here. Uh um, uh, and
1: Like there's a covering?
0: There's no covering. Oh. No covering, just the cement. Okay. Uh, Because my dad put up a basketball hoop and some other things. Great. So um, I'm down on one knee. And I've been lighting the uh, these fireworks. Now a couple of them were duds. Uh, they hadn't uh, they hadn't
1: uh, exploded. Off. Wow! And
0: so I uh, was a little disappointed. So um, I had this firework on the ground. I lit it, and I have the egg in my left hand. Okay. And so I'm on one knee. I'm I'm hovered over this firework, and <laughs> it looks like the flame is not going down the wick, and I'm like. I found another dud. Mm-hmm. And I was disappointed.
1: I'm sure you were.
0: And so um, then I noticed, nope, it's there's still fire on the wick. Oh. I still want to see this egg shoot up into the air. So I drop it on top of the firework. The
1: okay. problem
0: is it was not enough time for me to get my head out of the way. <laughs> and so... <laughs> I can vouch for the fact that it would have gone pretty high because it exploded, and that egg came flying up and hit me in the left eye. Now, if you can imagine for a minute, um, you're 14 years old. There has been an explosion, and right after the explosion is a tremendous pain in your left eye. Um, My brother, who's seven years younger than me, so he's seven or eight years old, He's watching all of this happen. How close is he? Uh, Well, he's standing right beside me.
1: Oh, my goodness. And so
0: when that happened, I jump up, and I grab my left eye with my left hand, and I start yelling, God, help me. God, help me, because I didn't know what had happened. Okay. There's this explosion. I feel this tremendous pain in my left eye, and I feel like I'm holding my eyeball in my left hand, and for some reason, I'm running towards the house, the front door, and I throw my right hand in the air, (laughs) so I don't know if I'm praising or praying. I don't know, but literally, I'm going, God, help me. God, help me. God, help me.
1: Of course, you would run to the house to get your parents.
0: I was. I was going to get my parents, and my brother's falling behind me, and he starts bawling. And so now I have to bring my hand down so I can hug my seven-year-old brother and console you him. So just
1: traumatized. I,
0: I did. I'm still holding my eyeball in my left hand. I'm holding my brother in my right hand, trying to get to the house uh, to see what the damage is on this issue.
1: What was the damage?
0: Um, well, n- not any blood.
1: That's good. But
0: uh, light. My eye was significantly um, sensitive to the light. So we went to church that night, and my dad let me wear sunglasses in church, which he would have never, ever, ever done before. Um, but I, it, the, it, the light, I was so sensitive to the light. Now, um, I'm 56 years old, just had a birthday. So I'm 56 years old. When I was about 40, I'm like, what is the deal? I, I'm struggling to see things. And so I went to uh, eye doctor's appointment, and they said, you have a cataract. Now, to have a cataract at forty, that's uh, pretty unusual. Okay. Um, and so, uh, they said, "Have you ever had an eye injury?" And I'm like, "Yes, yes, I did." Mm. And so, it actually formed a cataract. I hadn't had uh, have cataract. Uh, surgery when I went into uh, the cataract appointment I lowered the average age by about 20 years uh, wow. when I walked in there uh, usually people um, you know in their 60s and 70s and 80s have cataract problems but
1: interesting thanks
0: to this firework episode uh, I have well,
1: I just I'm I'm still a little concerned what your 14 year old brain thought was going to happen with this egg
0: uh-huh but I thought it was going to l- blow up in the, in the in the air
1: like go, go up really? high yes. or like explode? No,
0: I didn't expect it to break apart, even though I'd have been fine with that. Um, <laughs> I thought it would shoot up in the air.
1: And, you know, I don't know how to ask this question without it sounding how it's going to sound.
0: Uh, but How dumb can you be? No. Okay.
1: No, no. Your parents thought it was fine to let a 14-year-old <laughs> boy and their 7-year-old son just blow up things in the driveway while they're getting ready for church?
2: Yep. <laughs>
0: they sure do. <laughs> it's the reason why you have to wear a helmet now to ride a bicycle, okay? Um Okay. Because they learned a few things back That's in the good. day. About maybe the wise thing to do or the non wise thing to do. Got it. Yep. Yeah. I wear a helmet when I ride my bicycle. So
1: That's good.
0: Yeah. It is Do good. you
1: always call it a bicycle?
0: Well if I say bike, I could be talking about my motorcycle.
1: Do you call your motorcycle a bike? Sometimes. Okay.
0: Yeah. I like to say, when say, oh, I went bike riding. I said, yeah, so did I. Yeah, I went like, you know, 10 miles. I said, well, I went like 40. Oh, really? How'd you do that? <laughs> well, it's a Yamaha V-Star Classic. It's 1,100 CCs. It's, you know, it's pretty easy, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, are, <laughs> any other concerns or <laughs> questions you have for me? I don't know. Yeah.
1: In my mind, a motorcycle is a motorcycle, and a bike is a bicycle. I see. So when you huh. say bicycle,
0: uh-huh.
1: I cannot think of anyone else who calls it a bicycle.
0: <laughs> you just did. You said a motorcycle is a motorcycle, and a bicycle is a bicycle. You're the one who A bicycle
1: it. is, I call a bicycle <laughs> a bike. That's such a weird word. I don't like it. <laughs> bicycle. <laughs>
0: Oh my goodness! I love it when you say it. Can you say it one more time?
1: <laughs> I can't because I'm laughing. Uh,
0: okay. A
1: bicycle.
0: <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me. Um, <laughs> yes, a bicycle.
1: Okay. Um, well, I wear you a helmet
0: know. because they learned a few things. Wearing, uh, yes, when you give fireworks, to, it's probably one of the reasons why they're. To a
1: 14-year-old uh, and a 7-year-old. Uh, yeah. That's terrifying. Right.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, uh, that was injury number two. Are you ready for injury number three? Sure am. Uh, this happened uh, when I was very young. Okay. As a matter of fact, I have uh, often uh, offered people $100. If you can tell me how this injury happened.
1: Okay. Okay. Are you offering me that?
0: Um. Well, um. here's my deal. I can't remember if I told you this story before or not. Okay. So if I've told you the story, then obviously no. I wouldn't yeah. offer you uh, the cash. Okay. Uh, uh, are you aware that one of uh, the fingers on my hand is shorter than the other?
1: Uh, on your hand? One yes. of your fingers? No.
0: Yeah. Nope. How long have you known me?
1: Probably since 2016.
0: 2016. So it's 2021. 20, so let's say five years. Okay. So you've known me for five years. And you aren't aware that one of my fingers, my ring finger on my left hand, is shorter than my ring finger on my right hand.
1: Nope, I don't okay. think I knew it was shorter.
0: We are um, in in the studio together. Yes, we are. So you can see this. Yes, now I can see is, this. Is it absolutely uh, the yes? Case? It okay. is. Uh, and you're not familiar with the story.
1: I don't. Okay, then a h- hundred
0: dollars so. to you if you can tell me the process. Uh, what happened to make this happen right here? And by the way, um, I, I've often um, had this experience where people who've known me for a long time don't know or didn't notice. I will say, uh, I, I never find a pair of gloves that fit <laughs> just right. Uh, <laughs> they don't make them with make them, uh With, with the with ring my finger hands. shorter. Yeah. yeah, correct. Right. With one ring finger shorter Shame than Shame on them. Yeah, I know. What are they thinking? Uh, one of these yeah. days, we'll get this right. But... Mm-hmm. Um, Yes. Yeah, so $100 to you if you tell me um, how this happened. Go.
1: Cutting a log.
0: Cutting a log.
1: <laughs> Wait, how like, old are I, you? I, I,
0: are you talking about in the bathroom no! or are you talking about in the woods?
1: <laughs> in the woods.
0: Okay, all right, okay. Um. <laughs>
1: Wait, how old were you? You said you are no, really young. I was. So that was a wrong I, guess.
0: Yes. Uh, I'm not going to tell you how old it was. A door. A door. Ooh, that's a really good guess. I hear that guess a lot. Uh, uh, what happened with the door? Car door. Car door. Yep. What happened?
1: Your hand got stuck.
0: Okay, and then it just fell off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Have you ever
0: gotten your finger stuck in the door, sister? Boring.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that I have. Yeah. Sure.
0: You don't remember that? No, and I you don't. You would probably remember. I've, that's happened to me several times. But no, <laughs> that's not. That's not the case. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you do, man? Well Just obviously like I you're pretty clumsy.
0: Uh, well it sounds like it. Yeah. It I'm does. a lot older than you two, but most of these things happened when I was younger and dumber. Okay.
1: A door, so not a door. No adore. not a door. Uh
0: uh-uh. No fascinating. And and, and I and, and what I need to hear, uh, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you three or four more guesses or, or five. Okay. Um
1: An animal bedded off.
0: Oh uh, good. That's another good one. I've heard this one before. <laughs> what? Which particular animal?
1: A snapping turtle.
0: Snapping turtle. That's a great guess. I'm Thank not sure you. I've heard of that one. That's really good because there's a thing called gigging where you go on the edges of the of sure. ponds and so forth and, and gig for them, and you could lose a digit there. Totally. Uh, yes.
1: Their snaps and that's great are strong. They are.
0: They are. That's really Terrifying. good. Yeah. Great. Great job on your part. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, no. Not an animal.
1: Nope. Um. How old were you? Uh, are you're not giving me any? Yeah, age. I'm going to tell oh, you okay. here in a minute. Okay. Not, okay.
0: You have to use your imagination
1: doing something with uh, i don't a sibling
0: doing what what would it yeah, be yeah i don't, I, I don't yeah, know we can't be using uh, <laughs> generalities yes
1: look i don't know
0: yeah you said sibling because i blew my eye up uh there with my seven-year-old or bro. a cousin a cousin you have yeah. some
1: cousins i feel like uh, you got into a lot of trouble with
0: <laughs> <laughs> well that that did happen on several occasions yes but no i don't know a- any other guesses
1: no, I okay. don't think so.
0: So I have to give the $100 to somebody else? Yep. Okay, I, I have. I've offered this 100 bucks to lots and lots and lots of people. Nobody's ever gotten it done. Um, and I will say, um, I always waited. You remember uh, David Letterman had the uh, uh, talk show, uh, nighttime talk show? Yeah. Um, yep. Late Night with David Letterman, I think was the name of it. Yeah, I think and he, he now has a Netflix special. He does, with a really big beard. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, he, uh, he used to do uh, stupid pet tricks. Okay. Remember that? Sure. That was one of the gigs. I was waiting for him to have a stupid human injury trick okay. or, or show and uh I was going to submit this uh to that. But this is absolutely true as as well as we can mm-hmm. uh as well as we can figure it. Um I was about a year and a half or 2 years old. And Oh the, no, this is we, terrifying we because lived,
1: wait, is a year?
0: Yeah, th- you won't have this issue. But um um my, we, we lived in in a uh, uh, mobile home. Okay. And I had an older sister. And uh, <clears throat> as siblings often do, uh, we would, uh, you know, we'd fight or play and then, you know, get loud and somebody get hurt and, you know, whatever. Uh, uh-huh. That's just what what happened. Um, and uh, so uh, my parents are not 100% sure this is what happened, but they okay. were able to piece this together. Um, what happened? Uh, what, what we had was this small wooden potty chair. Okay. You know the potty chairs that you would use, like you could fold them up and you could take them with you uh, on a trip or you were going uh, somewhere. Uh, they, they had hinges on them. Okay. Um, and so it was, uh, you know, so it was mobile. Uh, okay. And so I was playing around with this potty chair. Uh, just, uh, you know, I don't think I was using it. I think I was just goofing around okay. with it and um somehow i got my hand in the back of it and the potty chair collapsed and when it did uh it cut off the top portion of uh, oh, my ring my finger goodness. on my left hand wow um i began banging on the bathroom door cuz where my mom was and i was crying and she was thinking all oh, these kids fighting again playing, yep. yeah and so she comes out there, and she sees his blood everywhere, and she's like, oh, my goodness, what happened? And uh, she didn't have her driver's license at the time. Okay. My dad worked at Anchor Hocking. So my neighbor, Mr. Rayburn, uh, who used to call me Charlie Brown, uh, he, uh, he had taken me to the emergency room. Oh, wow. And uh, it's my understanding that uh, you know they had to clean it up and so forth. And um, later that day when my dad got home from work, uh, he had to find it and then uh, either flush Disposant. it down the toilet or oh, throw it away. Oh, that's
1: gross! Yes.
0: Now uh, you can think about a one and a half or two-year-old. Their fingers aren't very big, right? Um, so it wouldn't have been significantly big, and it's right above uh, where your first knuckle is, yeah, um, uh, on your finger. So yep. it 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 wasn't you know wasn't a, a large portion, mm-hmm. um, but. Uh, Yes, um, and so that's probably um, uh, the most significant injury uh, that I've had.
1: Do you have any recollection of this? I do not. Or you've just always been told this story? Yes. Got it.
0: And again, we don't know 100% for sure, um, but uh, in piecing things together, that's right. uh, what they – Yeah, but I have no recollection. I guess I spent the night there at the hospital. For all of my injuries, <laughs> uh, that's the only time I've ever spent the night in hospital. Um that's and great. It is. 56 years old, pretty good run.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: so, uh, yeah. So, at any rate, uh, that was, uh, that's probably my most uh, significant injury.
1: Fascinating. Yeah.
0: Um, as a matter of fact, um, I uh, was hired at X Church as a disabled employee because we get a tax credit um, when um, you hire a disabled employee. So
1: What? Yeah. Isn't
0: that neat? Yeah. <laughs> you have nothing to say.
1: I have not this is this true it
0: is not i <laughs> but I think I think I had you convinced it was yeah, I did
1: no well,
0: um I'll say this you uh no. thought it was plausible you thought it was plausible
1: you know, I only thought it was plausible because there's a lot of really dumb systems in our world, <laughs> so
0: huh. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it could happen. I used to tell people when I worked at Bank One that they hired me. Uh, we used to. work. I don't think this joke
1: is PC or kind. I don't like it. Is it.
0: A, how is it not PC? I'm talking about me. I know. Yeah.
1: So. What, okay.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not allowed to talk about me in that in that way.
1: I don't know. I yeah. don't like it. You don't, don't like, like it. it.
0: Huh? So how should I handle it moving forward?
1: Just drop that bit.
0: Just drop the bit? Yeah. Completely? Completely. Oh. Huh. I think you don't like it because I got you.
1: That is not true. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think I got you. And I'm, I'm happy about that. No. It no, makes me happy.
1: No one believes that.
0: <clears throat> okay. Maybe they don't. No you know, one we believes should, that. We should probably hear from let's CJ hear, Stroud, yeah, Let's huh? hear
1: about CJ's injury. Yeah.
0: Um, awesome. Uh, he had a miraculous injury, uh, healing, which, you know what, right before I play that portion, um, I want to tell you uh, about <laughs> uh, an interesting piece related to my finger. Um,
1: okay. Yes,
0: related to that. But first, uh, when I found C.J. Stroud, um, I don't know if you, you if you notice this, but often when they run into the stadium, a group of them will run down to the uh, end zone or the 10-yard line or the 20-yard line, kneel down and pray. Pray, yep. And C.J., I believe, is one of those uh, guys. Uh, cool. That does that, and so I, I think it's super cool. Uh, and there's uh, other players as well uh, that do that. And uh, at the at the press conference, uh, he always thanks God first. And so I knew that he was a man of faith. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to catch up with him and ask him that question. So let's see how he responds to the question of faith.
2: How did you come to know Jesus? Uh, my parents. I mean, my my, my uh, father was a pastor. My mom's a first lady. I mean. Uh, they definitely uh, still didn't until it when more were little. And, I mean, that that's what I – it took me a while to, to get more of a guy myself. But, I mean, especially in football, I mean, you need him. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely blessed to have parents let out do.
0: So you can see how supportive he is of his mom and dad, right? Uh, Telling him about Jesus and bringing him into the faith and helping him to understand the importance of faith. How does that hit with you, uh, mother of uh, Lucy and Wade?
1: Yeah, I think our parents uh, often impact what we believe spiritually, right? And I think it's interesting that he referenced how uh, he football makes him kind of rely on God and I think that's going to be true for every single one of us in our life that we're always going to have situations that force us to rely on God if we choose maybe it doesn't force us to rely on him but it gives us the option to rely on him and for most of us it's probably not college football right? but I think we all have situations in our life uh, that force us to rely on something and I think it should be God
0: it should be, and uh, there's an old expression, charity begins at home, and I would say faith begins at home, or even the lack of faith, right? Right. Uh, for someone who says, uh, oh, we don't believe that stuff, or we're not going to do that, or whatever, and then they grow up with that belief with that bias, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, That backdrop. And C.J. Stroud was blessed to have a great backdrop from his mom and dad uh, that said, um, Jesus needs to be a significant part of your life, and we're going to lead you in that way. And then, uh, you know, you you hear him say it it took him a while to make it his own. Right. Um, And quite frankly, I think that's good news, right? right? If we only have the faith of our mom and dad, uh, then we don't really have faith, do we?
1: No, it doesn't really take us that far.
0: It doesn't. Uh, someone once said, "God doesn't have any grandchildren; he only has children." <laughs> yeah, that's right? true. Yeah. yeah, and we we don't we don't have a relationship with God because our parents do. We got to make right. that decision ourselves. Certain, certainly, they can guide us, and they do. And they guide us in lots of areas of our life, right? Um, not just in the area of faith. Uh, they're guiding us on, uh, you know, how to <laughs> how to take care of ourselves, hygiene wise, and how to you know, drive, and uh, you know, the importance of education and all. That. They're guiding us in lots of different ways. Yep. Uh, but our faith as well. True. Um, one of our favorite questions on the Sports and Spirituality <laughs> Show is um, how to you use your platform, right? Yes. Um, and because we believe that whatever platform you're given, whether it's an accountant uh, like Josh, uh, it is a leader, uh, area director of Young Life Lancaster like Kelsey, uh, it's a pastor like Steve, uh, or uh, a plumber, a factor whatever, whatever platform you have, we need to be using that uh, to point people to Jesus Christ. So here's what C.J. Stroud, the starting quarterback for the Wyoming State University, had to say about that. Um, How do you use this platform as the starting quarterback for Ohio State University as a way to tell others about Jesus?
2: Yeah, without God, I wouldn't be here. Without Jesus Christ, I would not be in this position. I mean, I've been through so much. My mom, she she made sure that God was still in my life throughout everything. I mean, we've been through so much as a family, and, I mean, without him, I wouldn't be here. So, I mean, he deserves all the glory, all the praise, and I'll give it to him. How important is it for you to
0: make sure you mention that what you do at all of the press conferences? How important is it for you to verbalize it and not just live it out with your life?
2: Because you might change somebody's life. And, I mean, that's, that's why I'm in the sport to inspire people. I'm, I'm just not a football player.
0: Several cool things about his response there. First of all, um, because it's a podcast uh, audio only, uh, you can't see his mom is standing right beside him. The Aww. entire time. And every question I'm asking, you can see her. She's nodding her head. Uh, you can see the smile on her face. That's, that's my son right there. Aww. And uh, he's getting it. And uh, he's being asked these questions. And he's communicating his faith. Uh, and, uh, and obviously, he's celebrating his mom, who's right there. So she's hearing him celebrate her And uh, she's obviously very proud of her son, um, but not just the football part of it. And and that's the other thing I love. He said, I'm not just a football player, I'm a man of God. you got to love that.
1: Yeah, I really love how he ended uh, ended his answer to that question and how he talked about um, he is in sports to influence others. Um, And I think that's really – it's – Such a healthy perspective to realize that the task he set out to do to play football and to win games has a bigger impact than just that specific task, right? Right. And I feel like he recognizes that and sees that there's more to it than I'm just going to go play my hardest in this game to win.
0: Right. Because then you make it about you, right? Right. And you don't make it about what is your ultimate goal or call. Right. Yeah, but again, I think the same could be said of accountants or area directors or uh, pastors or plumbers or factory workers, right? Um, We're not just to do that so we can make a paycheck, so we can, you know, pay for a house and car and and put food on the table. Um, We have a higher calling as a creation of God the Father, and we need to be able to respond to that higher calling. Oh, we mentioned injuries. Uh, he had a, uh, an injury, and uh, he had, I thought, a phenomenal response uh, to uh, what he had to say about recovering from this injury. C.J. Stroud. Last question. Uh, talk to me about that miraculous healing of your shoulder. We uh, at the Sports and Spirituality You believe in that kind of thing. Uh, tell me more about that.
2: Yeah, so my, uh, I have an uncle back home. His name is Art Hall. And he has a corporation called Ball, Ball by Faith and TTGOG. And since I've been in high school, we've been going to these meetings at, on Thursday. And my, uh, we had a, the meeting on, uh, on the week before Oregon. And that was a, the week I heard was Minnesota. And he was like, just thank God even through the pain, thank him for his supernatural healing. So, I mean, and literally the next day I woke up and my arm was moving. I was like, what the hell? Like, that's none but God. So, I mean, without God, supernatural healing. And I believe in everything that he does in my life. So,
0: I'm saying, congratulations on the victory against Penn State. Uh, Thank you for using your platform to tell others about Jesus and to show Jesus to others. And we wish you the best of luck the rest of the season.
2: Thank you. You don't got to thank me. Thank you. Thank you.
0: I love the humble approach that he takes right there. And I love the fact that he's giving God the glory, even for that physical touch. He actually mentioned that in a press conference uh, that I had attended, and there were chuckles in the room. Uh, When he said that, you know, uh, people uh, thought maybe he was just joking Mm -hmm. or maybe they were cynical Mm -hmm. about uh, his touch. Um, uh, I don't think he was joking and I'm not cynical about it. Uh, I think it's a real thing.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because I feel like I'd have to listen to it again. But I feel like he said he thanked God before he was healed.
0: Correct. He did.
1: And I actually think that if you look at Jesus's rhythms, um, you see him thank God before something happens. Uh, Specific, the one that's coming to mind specifically is uh, when Jesus feeds the thousands with uh, such a minimal amount of food. Right. He gives thanks to God before he serves the people. And it's almost like you have to believe first what God is capable of before seeing the outcome
0: yeah it's a great point that you make and a great um uh look into the word of god there um some have said you got to believe before you receive and he was uh, praying Uh, for this uh, blessing, uh, thanking God for this gift of five loaves and two fish. And he's looking at over the 5,000 people. We're going to feed with with this right here? Yeah, you are uh, when God shows up. And uh, so to uh, pray by faith. Uh, that he was going to receive that and then receive that uh, was uh, a was really, really cool thing. And I think a great uh, connection there to the feeding of the 5,000 as well. So that's uh, C.J. Stroud. Uh, we're so proud. Um, uh, as a, a real sports fan of the Ohio State University, I'm <laughs> proud. Uh, you, uh, a spectator of Ohio State sports, uh, probably proud of that as well. Sure. Yeah. Uh, sports spec, uh, Kelsey Bolt, uh, <laughs> is uh, proud of that, really. Um, they wouldn't have to use their platform, and they, and, and they use their platform for other things, right. uh, various players. And, and, right. uh, and I don't begrudge them that, uh, but I love it when somebody like uh, the starting quarterback for the Buckeyes is not afraid of his faith, uh, not afraid to talk about it, uh, and not afraid uh, to celebrate uh, those things. And um, and so I'm so thankful he was willing to uh, come on the Sports and Spirituality Show and tell us about
1: it. Yeah, I am too.
0: Well, that wraps up Episode 12 of the Sports and Spirituality Show. Would you be willing to come back for Episode 13?
1: I can't wait.
0: You know uh, we'll talk about. The number 13, maybe in the next episode.
1: Okay, sounds good. Uh,
0: And maybe some unlucky things have happened to you in your life. (laughs) Probably not because you're super boring. Um, So uh, thanks for coming on Episode 12. It's great to have you.
1: Thanks, Steve. Glad to be here. And
0: thanks for your insight. Um, And uh, thanks for your (laughs) compassion for all of the injuries that I've experienced. And uh, obviously, I didn't give you all of them. Uh, I could share several more with you. if you Did I
1: express compassion?
0: Uh, No, you didn't. I was just presuming that I was receiving your compassion even though highly Pre- likely that i wasn't
1: presume away
0: yeah that's what i'm gonna uh-huh. do until i know otherwise. i feel which like I feel several like of your
1: injuries were your own fault <laughs> All based of them. on your own not the like little kid one with your finger
0: well like, it was i did it
1: yeah but it wasn't
0: my sister that did it to me or well,
1: you don't know that we don't know we don't It could have
0: hey i like the way you think it could have been your sister i'll be calling cindy after the show let her know yeah Hey, Kelsey said you were the one that injured me. It wasn't this uh, made-up story about a potty chair.
1: But the like picking up a dirty razor yeah. blade in the yard. I mean, come on, Steve.
0: Dumb. It was dumb. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, yeah. Hopefully, I don't have too many more uh, injuries to report um, as life goes on. <laughs> We'll talk about something else in episode 13. Thanks for joining us for episode 12 of the Sports and Spirituality Show, sponsored in part by the Fairfield County Sports Network. Join us for episode 13 of the Sports and Spirituality Show. Thanks for joining us today.